Hey brothers and sisters, welcome back. I asked the Wilt Boys here to serve up another old gospel tune that talks about oh, the fundamentalist Christians need to save people from eternal damnation. Well, I always liked this tune until I decided to use it for this session with you today. Upon further examination of the lyrics, like I said once before, I never paid much attention to the lyrics of songs. Upon further examination of the words, I find the song offensive today. The lyrics, anyway, because it depicts the irksome mindset of those I have learned to avoid. The second verse is especially chilling to me, especially in light of what I'm going to be talking about. Here's the lyrics uh, go like this, second verse. Though they are slighting him, still he is waiting, waiting the penitent child to receive. Plead with them earnestly, plead with them gently. He will forgive if they only believe. Well, I was that penitent child. And it much distressed me that my preacher dad sided with the sentiments expressed in this song. Not only him, but the many fundamentalist people that passed in and out of my life as a PK. Do preachers' kids adhere to the faith of their fathers to gain and hold their parents' love and affection? I had to break with that faith and my father's loving affection as a result. I always kind of felt badly about that. Okay, well, thanks, boys. You're sounding good. Let's get to it, folks. From childhood and well into my adult life, I was haunted by the fear of being rejected by the world and by God. In truth, I felt separated from both, the world of my childhood religion and the world around me. That was not the kind of separation my church is talking about, however. I was suspended out there, in thin air, stranded from both worlds. I have told you in previous sessions that that grew to be my preferred place of residence for a long time felt like a bona fide reject, period. Helping to feed this archetypal fear of rejection was a best-selling piece of religious fantasy published near the turn of the 21st century entitled The Left Behind series. It depicted scenes where individual Christians vanished out of their clothes and into thin air. Those were the people who were saved because they believed what they were taught to believe in church. They were instantly teleported to the safety of heaven while the unsaved on earth scrambled around in a panic. Nobody wants to be rejected, to be left behind, to be left out of good times. I can safely assert that that pity expressed by the saved for the rejected the perishing souls, implies a fundamental detachment 
from those they want to rescue from eternal damnation. So how does a beloved son, like myself, who has felt his dad's loving care of him through childhood, learns that he is under the pity of his fundamentalist father who is saddened by the prospect of his son going to hell. Because I'm working my way to hell, what I think and am thinking is consequently of no interest to my father, of no concern, until I come back to the fold and become a fundamentalist myself. But I will not return to the fold. I can't. I've tried. Tell it, PK. Look, I loved my father dearly, except when the topic of conversation turned to religion. When I was an angry college student, my dad once told me that he believed the world was trying to brainwash me, so in turn he was compelled to promote, if not impose, his Christian views in raising me. Well, I think it would make a fair claim to say that both the world and my dad were trying to brainwash me at the same time. I think he felt in his heart that his son, despite all the religious instruction he had received, remained unsaved. I'm sure the thought must have killed my dad to think of his eldest son that way. I, in turn, did feel badly that my dad feared for me. I didn't want him to be burdened with that fear, the fear that I would be counted unworthy in his savior's eyes, that I would be left behind to fend for my desultory life in a world gone mad while he is being safely transported to heaven where he will remain ever separated from his own son. You know, clearly, over time, I got the message. God, nor his earthly representatives, including my father, approved of me, who would be turned away at heaven's doorstep. So, in my early 20s, you know what? I found it easier to stop looking so hard for approval from saved Christians. It wasn't up to me to allay their fears for my eternal damnation. Meeting anyone's disapproval and pity has never made me happy. Furthermore, it should be clear by now to you, the listener, given my approval rating among the saved, why I steer away from the fundamentalist person and his or her church and any kind of sect altogether. Amen. You know, folks, I think my dad might beg to differ with me, but I never can forget how his religious conviction separated him from me. It kept us from ever communicating heart to heart about what we were thinking on a daily basis. And any attempt to talk about the stress I was feeling about anything would predictably result in him saying 
something like, well, Kendall, if you just turn your life over to God, you would find peace in your life, or something to that effect. Any attempt to express what I was feeling was met with a slew of biblical references about being saved. I didn't want to be saved. I wanted to be listened to so that I could be understood, especially during the emotional trials in my late teens and early 20s. There was this damnable separation between us, between me and his obdurate religious belief. My mother, however, seemed to be able to discuss things with her children on a down-to-earth personal basis. For example, if I was failing a subject in school, Dad might say, Kendall, if you look to God and follow his commandments, you wouldn't be having this type of problem. My mom, on the other hand, might say, Kendall, don't feel so bad. I used to have trouble with math, too. That always made me feel better about life when she'd say something like that. Oh well, like the old gospel tune says, farther along we'll know more about it, farther along we'll understand why. Cheer up, my brother, live in the sunshine, we'll understand it all by and by. Selah. Well, take care, folks. May you find your way. Thanks for listening.